Warning, the Dub Talk podcast may contain language and content that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Also, there is the possibility that we may spoil any anime series at any given time, so please use caution in case you're listening if there is a series that you haven't finished yet. And finally, the opinions expressed belong to those of the individual participants, and they do not reflect the Dub Talk podcast as a whole. Hello, one and all, and welcome to Dub Talk, the podcast where on any normal day, we sit down and discuss the latest and greatest in English dubs. I'm Stephanie, and today we have a very special episode for you. This past November, Dub Talk attended Anime NYC for the second time, and while we were there, we were given the opportunity to speak with one of the guests. Today, you get to hear Andrew and Jet, alongside the folks from Black Ramen Podcast and The Lookout RNC, talk to one heck of an actor. You would know him as the voice of Brawler in Akudama Drive, Vanitas in the case study of Vanitas, Taiga Kagami in Kuroko's Basketball, and, of course, Hawks from My Hero Academia. That's right, we're chatting with the one and only Zeno Robinson. Special thanks to Anime NYC for allowing us the chance to talk with Zeno. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy. Until next time, this has been Stephanie. Otaku on, my friends. We're stingy, we're gonna keep this for us. It's not like No, that. yeah, of course. We're not we're not posting this anywhere, it's just to look at it. <laughs> like wow, look at Zeno. <laughs> look at him, look at him talk. Here's just rip the audio and just listen to his voice. Every night before bed, ASMR. Huh? <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, remember when he like talked for five minutes about <laughs> Tales of Symphonia? Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's just like okay. so. Let's go to sleep to that. Hey, let's see. You guys want to do this round robin style? Yeah, yeah. let's do round robin. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, you start. You start. Oh, cool. Okay. So, hi there. Hi. Uh, first question I'm going to ask you. Mm-hmm. What about, what would you say was a particularly memorable voice direction you received in the booth? But it's something I like to ask a lot of actors. Bonus mm-hmm. points if you remember what show and director it was for. Memorable voice. Ah, we did, uh, we did... Uh, it happened a lot in Kuroko's basketball too, um, but uh, our director Jalen, he and he's great. He loves the show clearly. You know, Kagami has a really like rough like voice, um, and like um, we sometimes he'll have these reacts, right? Especially like somebody will do something amazing, right? Like like Mirimo will like shoot and make it in from like halfway across the court, or you know. And so Kagami has all these reacts, oh. and Jalen would be like, "Hey." Um, let his balls kind of go right up into him more. <laughs> and I was like, it's just, a, it's just an interesting image for God. That's how afraid of whatever generation of miracle player he was up against was. That's how fearsome he, they were. Like, Akashi, like, who would just, like, take the ball without him realizing it, right? It's like, oh, like, let, let it, let it, let him, let him, let him go up into him a little bit more. That's how scared he is. So, yeah, that's probably, like, the most interesting uh, line of direction I've been given. Okay. <laughs> Netflix is gonna be like, what? <laughs> he said what? Yo, the check clears. <laughs> On our show? <laughs> Okay, um, so uh, actually, speaking of Kuroko, uh, did you have any prior knowledge of it before you worked on it, and what was it like doing something like that on such a tight schedule? 
Um, I knew about it because I actually had just started watching Haikyuu and I was like really into Haikyuu and like, I was like, wow, like Haikyuu does a lot of things that I wish like other shonen anime would do, like as far as like pacing and character development. I think a lot of shonen anime should like look to Haikyuu as far as like how that stuff works and like what makes like these moments really, really tug at your heartstrings. And uh, Alejandro Saab, who actually uh, ended up, he's uh, in Kuro's Basketball. He was the one who was like, you should watch Kuroko. If you like Haikyuu, then definitely watch. It's like it's like Dragon Ball Z, but basketball. And I was already, I was, that's the, the, the pitch, and I was sold. But uh, I actually hadn't started watching the show um, until uh, I heard I was Kagami. And then I, and then I, um, and then I started doing research, but prior to, to knowing Oscogly, not really. But I, other than being told, like, I should watch it and, and that what In The Zone was and things like that. Oh, cool. <laughs> I hope you guys don't mind if I skip you right there. Because since you're talking about sports anime, right, I'm a huge sports anime fan. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I saw I saw when I said Haikyuu, you, you looked, and you were like, oh, here you go. <laughs> it's going to be right where it hurts. I feel like yeah, so, Haikyuu is a great one. An actor sure. is still, a voice actor is still an actor. So if you, mm. do you ever get so into your characters that you walk out of the court and you feel like it? Oh, do you yeah. ever feel like you could like shoot some half-court pointers? <laughs> Actually, like, uh, I... I moved um, in between seasons of doing Kuroko's basketball, and um, I lived in, uh, I, in my new house. There's a park that's in walking distance, and like after like doing Kuroko, I was like, you know, I should I should play basketball again. Like they just they just make it look maybe it's a good way to exercise. I don't really you know have a lot of time to work out. So I was like, yeah, I love. So I bought a ball like off of Amazon, and I started going to the park and like uh, and like playing basketball after after watching Kuroko's basketball. So yeah, like what you I guess what you do kind of has an effect on uh, on your your real life. Yeah, so you tend to get really into your characters. Which oh, one absolutely. do you think you've gotten most into so far? Into like me, I'm like all oh, out. Wow. Like I should relax. I'm taking on too many of this character's attributes. <laughs> um, Maybe Hawks, I think sometimes, because like he's just a very specific cadence of talking, and it's so like relaxing, and it's so it comes so natural to me <laughs> that like I'll find myself being like, you need to stop that, <laughs> like you know, yeah, where's your energy? Where'd your energy go? You know, like because like a lot of people are like, oh, you're a really cool, laid back guy, and it's like not really, like I, I'm really not, but I think. Like, I'm, I just, like, I just do that when I have to play Hawks and it just kind of stays with you. And then you have to try to learn how to either keep it or let it go into what you want to be or whatever, whatever that means to anyone. <laughs> I don't know what that means to me, so. Um, you have a patty, I you. You show us all that? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said, oh, so it was a double skip. It was like, oh, like, oh no. But she stacked them. <laughs> right. No, of course, of course, of course. In my heart, I said, damn, you said it. Like, she's going to take it. Yeah, she had. Um, I saw it. I saw it happen at my periphery. You're like, One thing for sure, I have to say thank you, because at the Crunchyroll Awards, you mentioned something, and you said that the reason anime is popular right now is because of Black POCs. I was very scared to say that. I just wanted everybody to know that was not an easy feat. I was like, is this something that I should say in front of everybody? I literally I literally thought Crunchyroll was going to cut that, because they told me my speech should be only like 60 seconds, and I was like, 60 seconds? How am I supposed to fit everything I want to say to all of y'all in 60 seconds? So I just sent them like these two one-minute or whatever videos. I was like, I'll let them decide if they if that's what they want or if they want me to do it over. 
And I was like, ain't no way they're going to keep the part where I thank God. Ain't no way they're going to keep the part <laughs> where, I, where I talked about black people. Ain't no way. I was like, they're going to tell me to do this over or they're going to like cut around it. But no, they, play, they put the whole video. And not only did they put the whole video on, they sent me an email thanking me for what a, for a marvelous oh video. Yeah, like they were like, wow, your speech was like actually incredible. You said everything that needed to be said. And like, we really, really appreciate it. So, and they put the whole thing on. So it was really awesome. cool. Yeah, but I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's saying, fine. I was uh, super excited. My neighbors thought something was wrong because I was screaming. Because we were taping, actually, we did the live and oh, we, were cool, cool. we were streaming it. And yeah. we was like, oh my God, he said you heard it? <laughs> <laughs> it was It was only right. It was only right. It was something that I felt like I had to do for everybody in front of everybody on a, on a grand stage like that. Because I just feel like I wouldn't, you know, that especially the Crunchyroll Awards, that was like a lot of people voted, like, fans like voted and i think like i wouldn't be where i am without the support of y'all and i just don't think anime would be where it is without the support i said it in my in the panel the other yesterday where i was like you know i think i think uh, anime culture and how popular it is is really pushed a lot by black people if you look around i mean rdc is here have you seen rdc's line have you seen DreamCon? like i just think uh, you know king vader has a million followers you know like that's not for no reason right. um and yeah so i do think like uh, it's it's worth mentioning and I, and and even when black lives matter came around um um and you know the outlets like crunchyroll and funimation were even saying like we wouldn't be anywhere without our, our black um community and fans and i, I was like thank you for saying it because i feel right. like it, you know it, it, it rings true so i definitely had to make sure that uh, everyone felt seen and i was like my kind of goal and i just i didn't want to make it about me winning an award i wanted to make it about like us winning uh a step toward like being seen on a, on, on on that kind of scale um as far as anime is concerned so but yeah. with that being said then what do you think we need more of to get more proper representation mm, i was asked this i think yesterday i don't know if that's you i don't know if that's you um, okay. Yeah. 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 It's okay. No. All good. I think you. I think you hit me up on Twitter. Like, let them get you stalled because I'm caught up in line. They wouldn't let me. In. It's okay. I just. I don't. You don't have to keep this in the, in the interview. But but they wouldn't let me. They they wouldn't let me through. The security wouldn't let me through to my to my signing yesterday morning before the panel. I was like. I'm the guy in the book. Like, what do you, why let me in? I have a signing. And he was like, I can't let you in without a badge. I was like, they messed up my badges. Like, Your headshot looked yeah. different, so you're not. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's me. He was like, I believe it's you, but I can't let you in without a badge. He's like, my signing started five minutes ago. He's like, what time do you need to be there? Like, seven minutes ago? Can I go? It was, it was a mess. But um, I think what we really need more of um, is just, like, um more people just doing like just doing it just do whatever creative endeavor you have in, in in the field that includes anime like go for it but i also think like really really supporting it i know there's like a lot of talented artists out there who are, who are like you know once you check if everything's legit and everything um who like need our support and um you know like like our panel the other day right if we could fill that room you know what I'm saying? I feel like we that that would be better for us. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if we could get more people in more rooms or more of us supporting more of the stuff that we do. You know, I wouldn't be any. I wouldn't be where I am without the support of people like y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I think like any, anybody else won't. You know, like wouldn't get anywhere without the support of their peers or someone who looks like them who might maybe in a better position or a better uh, privilege uh, opportunity of pri- uh, privilege of opportunity to like give them. An opportunity to do something more 
um, and creating our own our own things. I think I feel like if no one's gonna do it, we should just do it. But we also have to like support that stuff as right. long as it's like not as long as it's legit. <laughs> you know, as long as it's we everything checks out. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> I'll go. Uh, so. Live actions are becoming a thing now. Live action, like, uh, anime, yeah, yeah. Are there any roles, like, you would, like, want to happen for you? Like, to take you know, I, I heard that Jordan Peele would be doing an Akira movie. And I was like, yo, wouldn't that be dope if, like, a black guy was, like, was, was Canada? You know? Uh, like, I can see you with the jacket. Right? You know what I'm saying? Or, like, there's, I think there's a live-action Gundam. I was like, yo, like, if I could be, like, the, of Amuro. Amuro kind of looks like he has an afro in the 80s version. <laughs> if he was black, that would be dope. I feel like, you know, like, I feel like that would be cool. Like, so, like, anything kind of classic like that, I feel like would be cool. Like, a mobile suit Gundam or, like, mm-hmm. live-action Akira. Um... And, you know, maybe if I grow the hair out, I could be the live-action Yuji. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might be cool. Oh, man. All right, so a couple months ago, uh, you talked to Mark McFarlane. Oh, about yeah, yeah, the I casting, love it. Yeah, for the yeah. casting for Attack on Titan. Yeah. It's just been amazing the way the cast of that series were talking Oh, about. I thought you were going to say, like, I'm so disappointed it's not John Boyega. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, but um, just amazing casting for Attack on Titan. You've been, you know, mm-hmm. been part of that series, and I could see probably in the next, like, nine months really mm-hmm. going down. It's one of the greatest of all time. How do you feel about mm-hmm. getting that role of Anyang Capone in the, in, the, in the series, especially as we head towards its fourth season? Yeah. As high stakes. Yeah. Biggest moments. Breaking Twitter every the day. Final, week. final yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, well, like, Mike's a great director, and I think uh, a lot of, uh, mostly everybody in the industry, everybody in the industry really, like, respects his artistry and respects mm-hmm. his artistic opinions and decisions and um you know uh like you know he, he, he cast for one piece and, yeah, yeah you know yeah. Uh, attack on titan and you know, he's a great actor he's a great like director mm-hmm. um and uh on yon capone was a, a surprise to me um because i thought that was gonna go to game kunda <laughs> i was like totally yeah i was like, totally, yeah. I, was like I was like no way like no way is it gonna be me like this is a, a role meant for gabe and yeah. uh i got the call from my agent like oh like you're gonna be an attack on titan and i was like oh cool like i'm gonna be some guy that dies in like, <laughs> episode whatever and like that was that was cool with me too like i was i was fine with that because uh, and and uh, Mike had asked for my materials, I think at some point when he was casting, and mm-hmm. um, I was like looking up people I could play, and I had already been like, oh, Anya Capone, like, I want that to be Gabe, so yeah. like let me look like maybe Falco, or, like, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, he was like, oh, you're gonna be on Anya Capone. I was like, oh, work like me? Yeah, you can. Act. Why? <laughs> that was my first question. I was like, why? You know, because I know like the internet wanted it to be John Boyega, and I was like, hey, John Boyega, if you want to do it, like I'd like to see that. Um, but then you know, I know he has a very important scene and mm-hmm. I, I you know as y'all know like, I take my work very seriously so mm-hmm. I was like oh okay well if it's gonna be me then I, I definitely want to do as good of a job as Gabe so I put on my best Gabe impression and yeah. like um but I really and like I was kind of like I was like ah like if it's not John Boyega I'll try to be the next best thing you know <laughs> like I voice matched John Boyega once like I'll try to like make it kind of something similar to that and similar to like Gabe's timber and, right, right, right. um I, I don't I don't I'm actually not caught up on Attack on Titan the manga so uh really? But like I'm, I'm it's hoping, 
He said, uh, "Good that I'm not. I guess good that I'm not caught up." Yeah, yeah. yeah only yeah, because like I won't know what's yeah, happening. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah, it might, it might, you know. But I'm hoping Al Capone gets to do more. I, I know he like er, remains like kind of a at least a, a major supporting figure throughout the throughout the end of the show, and so like I'm hoping I just get to do like more. Like right now, he's just kind of been supporting Yelena or or not supporting Yelena, and right. so like um, I'm just hoping like I get to do do more with it. But I really, really, I just wanted to get that monologue. The, yep. the, the 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 why are you so yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that was, yeah, yeah I knew that was important so like I really really work with Mike on that a lot and yeah. it's like I was like oh can I do that more oh, I want to say it more like this like trust me like right. we need to hit this this right like right. trust me you know yeah, like we, yeah, yeah we we you know we saw this moment on Twitter first and how they reacted and we need to we need to honor in the same way in the English especially in the English so, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, he said he was very deliberate with the casting yeah. He made sure, because with a lot of animes, you end up hearing the same voices over, yeah. like, they'll be using yeah. this, and they'll be using that, but he didn't yeah. want to do that for Attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. And he said he was very deliberate in picking you and, wow. you know, everyone else who was part of this He's so yeah. highly, yeah, uh, he's, great. he's so nice. Oh yeah, my gosh. Nice. Yeah, yeah. No, he's amazing. And it's, like, just an honor just to be, like, uh, vocal data on that yeah. show yeah. just like even if he like never does anything again just mm. to, like i was in three episodes of attack on titan which may be one of the best anime in the decades yeah, so yeah, like yeah. i'm i'm just really proud of that honestly uh, yeah it's a blessing in itself yeah man uh, i do i do got something that i actually uh, yeah i teach about it on twitter a few months ago I, I i don't know the process but i really hope you get a chance to go to uh, oh, you did? Really in, the, in, the, in the JJK movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a big fan of, of, of Jujutsu Kaisen. It's like my favorite manga. It's like right up my alley, like yeah. urban fantasy, like yeah, yeah. cool, like pseudo magic, but not really. Like, um, And I, uh, I, I auditioned for a lot of the characters in that show. I auditioned for, like a lot of people on Twitter were like, oh, you should be Gojo. And like, I auditioned for Gojo. I shouldn't be Gojo. Like, I, none of you heard that audition. I literally didn't send it. I listened to it and I was like, this isn't going to work. I don't know why. I, like, everybody thinks like I have a deeper, cooler voice than I do because I'm Hox. Or, and Yuichi Nakamura is Gojo and Hox, but I'm not Yuichi. So. Um, but uh, yeah, I really, really, I'd love to audition. And, and, and you know, you know me, if, if it's me, you know, it'll, it'll be my, my best work. It'll, it'll definitely be my best work to date if, if, if it happens to be. Yeah, me. I saw you posting a bunch of pictures uh, yeah. like six months ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 definitely. And my eyes are on it. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It might be your little one or something. Who knows? <laughs> right. I have made a joke with uh, AJ because uh, AJ is also a fan of the show. I was like, what if like your little thought just came out of retirement and just like to play you to like how, how much of that's up for us? <laughs> you got something? All right. I got. I got questions, but now I got a question for what the next question should be. Which would okay. you rather talk about first, Vanitas or Akudama? That'll lead into my next mm. Let's talk about Akudama first. Let's go with Akudama <laughs> first. Okay. All right, let's okay. talk about my guilt questions. I just said next. <laughs> so. What would you say was interesting with the experience? Because I know dubbing in particular, you're mm -hmm. recording in a booth and not really like playing off of each other. Mm -hmm. What was it like in a show like Akudama Drive to play off of actors that you were very close and familiar with mm -hmm. while playing a character like Brawler alongside them? Um, 
I mean, a lot, a lot of times you end up kind of ending up in shows with people you're familiar with. I mean, I feel like in Aquadama, it was people that I was, like, more familiar with. But, like, honestly, before the pandemic, uh, I, I got to know, uh, all, like, Matt and Brittany, like, over the pandemic. And, I, I mean, I knew Kellen. I've known Kellen for years. Um, and, and Maddie and, like, everybody kind of ended up in the show. I think what lent that symmetry was just more of, like, how they just, like, made specific pairings that were also, like, that also meshed well in real life. Like, they made Kellen and I, like, the, the brothers. The BFFs. Yeah, too. and, like, we were already really close, and we had known each other for years, so, like, that just, like, really worked out in, in our favor. Um, but when you, like, know, know them closely, I feel like it's kind of easier to, like play off of them because you just like it's like acting it's like i i know like this is a this is like me playing pretend but it's for some reason because it's you like i can hone in a little more but that's also because of like Brittany and, and matt's direction that helped to helped us and they, they gave us a lot of creative freedom to do what we want so we really got to kind of like live in the characters and kind of embody them i think uh and we took a little bit more of our time too um a lot of my sessions were at night so like i i had a little bit more freedom to kind of just like do what i wanted um with with brawler so yeah like it helped that i knew everybody because like it helped me like uh, especially because like like with kellen right this is easy he's just like my brother in real life so like it's easy to just pretend i'm playing off of some guy who i see as my brother because that's how it is um, so, yeah, but it was fun. It's a fun show. I know this is sort of stealing a, a second question, but I'm curious. Was it hard doing the brawler voice? Because that is, like, the lowest I think I've My ever term. heard your voice. Come uh, no. Um, it's uh, actually, fun fun fact, the first episode I was cheating. Um, <laughs> I had just come from a bonfire the day before. <laughs> and I didn't know bonfires, like, kind of mess with your voice. Mm, so, really? like, when it came time to go to work the next day and I was like my voice is a little scratchy and a little low but it's kind of got this like cool little resonance going like maybe if I, if I do the low thing you know and give, give them there then and then it just made it really smoky and, and, and yeah you can hear it kind of as my voice recovered over the course of the show it got a little different but that first episode I was totally cheating <laughs> I, was, I was totally using my handicap to my advantage I would say we won't tell anybody yeah. but yeah I mean no it's okay it's okay I, 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 I'm okay telling people yeah I definitely like I, I, I didn't know so I was just like oh I'm gonna just use it on the first because it's gonna just make it sound better but yeah I mean but but even afterward like that's just like the lowest my voice can go. So you know, like the brawl is still easy. It's just, it's just low. It's just Stop low. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so moving into Bonnie's house, uh, what's it been like working with David Wall? And also, uh, I also want to ask: uh, Is it difficult working with French pronouns for like that and things like that? You know. Um, First of all, David Wald is amazing. Like, uh, working with David Wald has been some of the most fun I've had working with the director. Um, just like, I mean, I, I mean, it's always fun, but David Wald is such a fun guy. He's just like, he's just always like, like, first of all, he's always willing to give me a, a million takes, which I love because I'm always asking for more. And it's just kind of become a, a funny, like, joke between, like, me and people I work with. I'm always like, can I do that again? I know, I know we've done this five times. I'm sorry to beat this dead over. One more time, I promise I'll do it better. And then he'll be like, I liked your third take, you know. Um, it's like the Thor, it's like the Thor slamming the cup. Another! Exactly, another, please. Um, or I usually say, like, if we go to Marvel, it's usually Doctor Strange, like in Infinity War, like, 
one more. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, like uh, he's great. I love working with David Wald. He he really prioritizes like me as an actor and as an artist, which I really respect and love. And he's always willing to have fun and make the fun choice. Like I like there's certain scenes like when they were all having dinner um, and Vonnie says takes a piece of the cake and he's like, oh, that's too sweet, right? But like the flaps didn't really didn't really fit. She was like, oh, why don't you just do like a like a blech sound and like I, I did it and it like I don't know just added a cool little flavor to it that like that like I think like uh, that's just like David Wall's like kind of just like being very free and playful with his like his take on on the project so um, and the French pronunciations he'll tell me like this is how this is pronounced and we really try to make sure we get it right so like you uh, like Jean right it's like uh, he's like no Jean and I was like, Jeanne? And then, like, so Jeanne. And then, like, and also, like, I, I had a French co-worker um, when I was working at Banana Republic. So, like, I, his name's Kavine. What's up, Kavine? If you listen to this, you, I don't know why you would listen to this because you're, like, into fashion. But, you know, if you listen to this, Kavine, you know, Dohien. I remember when you told me that that's what that was. So just know your lessons didn't go to waste. Um, but, like, um, I think the hardest thing for me was in an, in an upcoming episode. Of, uh, like, we made, we had to name some building, and it was, like, the hardest the hardest one. But that one didn't have lip flaps. But the, the French pronunciation is written to flap. Um, so it's not really difficult to like match flap. It's just difficult to pronounce sometimes, like or to be to know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Like he'll tell me what it is, but I'm like, am I am I am I pronouncing it correctly when I have to parrot it back? So who knows? But it's fun though. <laughs> it makes me. I feel like it gives mine just another like layer. Like yeah, he's like cool and seductive because he can speak French. You you got one? <laughs> uh, have you ever had an audition where you like walked out and you just knew that role was yours like you knew you crushed your competition I don't so I don't know like I'm like have I ever done that <laughs> like have, have I ever walked out of audition and said anything other than well didn't get that I'd <laughs> be surprised when I booked it right. um he reminds us like I was like I was like well probably gonna end up as no way but you know and then I was like what really me my why <laughs> um and then I guess we figured out why um crushed it like have I ever left an audition and been like I'm gonna book that um dang it I can't say that mm, 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 mm. I need to say that because cameras are on yeah I mean like you know, I don't know what's coming out so I can't say that I, I will say like I had a feeling I would end up as Ogun. Um, like I, like Kyle was asking for um, demos. I don't know if this is even good advice to give, but he was like, "Oh, let me like uh, I want to I want to hear demos." And then um, he, I knew, I knew why he was reaching out to me for demos for Fire Force, and I was like, "Okay, this current demo I have isn't going to be reflective of the character I'm trying to play," uh, which is Ogun. So I was like, 
Alright, like, let me, like, do some, like, some, some, like, oh, I was like, I'm gonna take, so I took, like, my clip of Ezekiel from Carol and Tuesday, and then I spliced it with, like, another thing, and I was like, if anything, Ogre's gonna sound closer to Ezekiel, so, like, I'm gonna just put this together, and this is gonna be my specific to this call demo, um, so that it's catered specifically to, I think, what Kyle was looking for, since he couldn't hold auditions, so this, that was, like, my audition, as opposed to giving him a demo, um, I did give him a demo, but I gave him more of a demo of, like, if you were holding an audition, this is what I would give you, um, and, yeah, and then he, but, like, I didn't hear from him that for a while, so I didn't think I got it, but then he was, like, he, like, hit me up a Discord, like, hey, dude, like, you're Hogan, and I was, like, <laughs> oh, wow, like, super cool, but, like, I, like, I don't know. There's when I when I put the Ezekiel clip first, I was like, that's I feel like that's that's gonna be what he wants. Um, so like uh, yeah, but like I don't think I've ever had a moment where I like walked out and was like, I told him, I told him. Every time I do that, every time I have that moment, I don't book it. Every time I have the moment where I'm like, yo, I freaking killed that audition. I don't I can't even think of who could do a better audition. <laughs> I don't book it. It's some other guy. I think that was my UG audition. I was like, ain't no way. Ain't no way any actor in LA. They're gonna have to be very good to beat that. And literally someone always does. It's reverse it's like, psychology. Yes, exactly. And every time I'm like, I don't every time I'm like, I don't care about this stuff. I don't even want to do this with this. This project, whatever. No, 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 no. Send. So we like to schedule you for the character. Like, I'm like, why? I don't even want that guy. Yeah, it's always, it's always how that works. <laughs> All right. So, um, don't get mad at me. Um, so now shade. So in the '90s, mm. dubbing was like, it was trash. Mm. Right? Mm. No disrespect. It was really trash. I mean, there's some trash stuff up there. So. My thing is, we've always said that dub actors were theater mm -hmm. heads that never got the opportunity to go to Hollywood, so they just decided to do voice acting mm -hmm. very hardly, and they never had passion for it. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I say this all the time in the podcast, this is really bad. I, I can say this, but I want to know, like, you gotta, you, gotta, the, you gotta say that with the dub talk podcast, right? <laughs> They're the ones over there, like, what are you talking about, Gary? <laughs> just mean, at it. Look, we're willing to go with Oda. <laughs> <laughs> Not, a, not everything. Right. Not everything that glitters is gold. <laughs> That's true. But, you know, from my experience, I was right. like, oh, this is bad. bad. This mm -hmm. is bad. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to know, did you ever, like, when did you see that it was really taken seriously by voice actors? Like, American voice actors was like, yo, I got to put my heart and soul into this movie. Mm -hmm. I got to sweat mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. So when did you think that really happened? Um, I think when anime stopped becoming a thing to do to get it over to America and a thing to do to like, when America saw that it could be profitable. Um, I think like a lot of the dubs you see for the past are bad is because they probably weren't actors. They probably were like some guy in IT, like, oh, can you say this line into the to this flap and make it match? So like, you know, so we can localize this. So because they, somebody in this department's asking for it to be in English in case someone in America buys it, as opposed to now where like dubs are catered to an American audience to be experienced, uh, especially when sound dubs were a thing, hopefully first. Um, and when, when they started going from taking a guy and being like, oh, you can be the guy and like actually hiring like actors um, or, you know, those failed theater people who, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think it started, to, you know, like when stuff like Dragon Ball Z started becoming really popular and like selling toys and like Pokemon started becoming really popular and like selling toys and like s selling merch in America, then they were like, oh, well, maybe we should 
care a little bit more about how the English sounds so that way like it's more appealing uh, to everybody as opposed to like people wanting to turn it off um, or like listen to it in its original language uh, so that way it's accessible it's more accessible for everybody I think once it be started becoming a less of a, like a chore and more of like a way to be more accessible so that it could be more profitable um, was when like the quality started increasing of course us actors don't think of it that way um, but I think like that's probably when like when 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 businesses were like oh, we could we can make money off of this we can make a lot of money off of this mm -hmm. why kids are in, 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 in backyards practicing their Kamehameha's like we might have something here you know <laughs> um, yeah that's probably why that's probably why that's why that's probably why like some some animes get redubs, right? Like mm -hmm. why old old animes like get redubs because uh, they're like, oh, we want better actors. Oh, Marty's yeah. fixing yeah. four kids, please. <laughs> well, I, but I also think four kids was one of those times where they were like, we can make money off of this. Yeah. They just didn't. They just like thought everything was like cartoony. Yeah, like yeah. they were cartoons. Yeah. It, was, like it wasn't anime for them. It was like cartoons for them. So like they were character voices as opposed to being like yeah, right, right. yeah. Uh, but I think Four Kids was the start of like when dub started becoming like uh, I mean like Dan Green and Yu-Gi-Oh right like I mean oh my god like yeah. the Yu-Gi-Oh dub is it like it doesn't even if it's not like quote unquote like the best or I mean I love that dub though like I love Dan Green as Yu-Gi-Oh like I can't imagine anybody else playing it's an exception yeah. yeah so it's like. You know, you uh, four kids like it, I mean, even the four, even the new Shaman King, the new Shaman King still retains a lot of the four kids cast um, because like those voices were established at that point. Like they were they were catering to the, their audience, and their audience was children. But now, like anime tries to cater to everyone, which is why I think a lot of the 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 content and stuff is like more like mature and elevated. But yeah, that's when that you know it started it started becoming less about like. Oh, you can get an English track on a DVD too. We're now we're playing anime on Saturday mornings, but we're we're telling kids their cartoons to like this is anime. It's separate mm -hmm. and for tsunami, right? So yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned something really interesting when you were looking at the Twitter posts about Oyakapon's mm -hmm. big speech and mm -hmm. how much that had influenced people wanting mm -hmm. to mimic that. So could you talk a bit about your relationship to the Japanese dub um, voiceovers and how that kind of influences how you do yours. Mm, like, mm. do you like to mimic it? Do you like to keep the essence? Or would you rather come in completely blind and make the character your own? Mm. Most of the time I try to keep to the, like, the essence of what the Japanese does. Um, I feel like uh, whatever, whoever made all of those decisions were trying to serve that story truthfully. So I feel like it would be kind of, unless we were like, drastically changing the line or the moment unless we if we don't want to do that then like we have to kind of honor whatever truths they put in um in that scene um so i do i don't try to like mimic exactly bar for bar or musical like how the japanese how the the original uh say you uh did the performance before me but i do try to be like what was their like intention in saying that line like could i could i hear anger a, a bit of anger there could I hear a bit of like sadness there or like what was that character feeling in that moment that that say you did that I can also do um and if if I feel the need that I want to like make it something different can I make it something different and still serve this moment um and I think there was like a lot of like that kind of stuff that kind of like uh, tight ropes stuff on Bonnie that we were doing on Bonnie to us. Like we would be like, oh, I know he says he does this and, and stuff, but let's like do this instead, or let's 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 uh, make him a little more um, um, 
let's make this a little more contained in the in our version than in the than in the sub and let's see how that plays and um so sometimes like if like the sub actor is doing something at a at a mid-tone like a serious scene I'll, i might want to take it into like if he's like if he says like i hate you right and i was like oh yeah like that was cool but what if i did i hate you you know like just a little bit like how do i how do i change it like to to even boom, give it a a bit more of something so yeah and that's what david i just think that's a testament of like david wald's creative freedom um, and we did a lot of stuff like that in Vanitas. Um, there was a scene where Vanitas, he's on, he's standing on top of the chandelier, and he's telling all the vampires that he's gonna, he's gonna save the vampires, and there's nothing that any of them could do to stop him. And the vampire of the blue moon is like this kind of like mythical figure that's very dangerous to the vampires. So they was like, kill him, kill him right now! And they break the chandelier, and Vanitas falls. Um, but I just went uh, instead of, and he goes, oh, then he falls. Um, but I went, me? And he falls. Mm -hmm. And, and, and David, Craig gave it up. He's like, that's canon. We're keeping that. And like, <laughs> we'll just do like stuff like that. Like there'll be a moment where like, uh, Domi shows up and he's, she's like, oh, I'm no way's like fiance. And in the sub, Bonnie Thompson's like, oh, he just said something like, huh? Or like, oh. And, and the dub, <laughs> we made him go, oh, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like changing tiny, kind of tiny moments uh, that like, I don't know, just give it a little bit more like fun and like pizzazz. But, a little more character. Yeah. I, 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 um, sometimes I'll do that. Like, I'll be like, oh, I threw that in or I'll throw in an extra hay or, um, I'll be like, oh, what if he said this? Uh, I think Kagami, a lot of Kagami stuff, especially in season one, um, I, I, we immediately established that we wanted to make him a little more like American, which meant he spoke a little more slang, which meant he spoke a little more street, which meant he spoke a little more black, right? <laughs> so like, I would always just then, from then on, change anything that was like, is not to ain't, right? I would change anything to all right to I, right? I would, I would just be like, oh, I'm black, so I probably am the best kind of guide on this stuff. Um, so like, I would, if there was a line where like Kagami said something that I felt was too, not intelligent, but too like a big word, he probably wouldn't say. I'd be like, I don't know if Kagami would say unrecognizable, right? He'd probably say something that like, don't look familiar to me. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he probably would say something like that, so. Hi, just checking in to get things starting to wrap up. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of stuff like creative liberty liberties we like took. Uh, I've taken that personally, like especially with Cogme. I like I I definitely was like, oh, like Jane, what if he said this instead? You know, what if what if he said this instead? Like I think there was one one episode where he was like, oh, we have to fight these guys. Like you know, time to go. Let's go. I was like, what if he said, let's get it? You know, like what if he said that? You know, like yeah, yeah. So you know, something like that. Stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I want to know what can you tell us about your experience on Odd Taxi and how it's felt? Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Imagine, 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 imagine,
I haven't worked with the director before. Uh, the director is Bill Millsap, I think is his name. Um, and I hadn't worked with him before, but I really like his directing style. He likes to get a lot of takes, which, as you all know, I already I like doing so. Um, and he has a very specific idea of like the pacing and the comedy that he wants. And it was actually very hard for me to lock in at first. I thought I was going to get replaced. Um, like we did our first couple lines, like maybe like five to ten times. That's a, and usually ten takes is like unheard of. Like once I, if I don't get it by the third take, I'm like something's wrong. Um, and but he was really patient with me. He was like, oh, I think it should be more like this. And then later on, we caught the energy that he wanted, so we went back and did some stuff over it. Um, but it was hard for me to lock into this like specific kind of sound comedic sound that he wanted to hear and i don't know if that's just like my like ignorance to like theater like history or my ignorance to like knowing enough about like acting culture to know what he was asking for but um but it, it, it was the, the first like hour or so of our session was was trying to find the character and the humor and the pacing which is kind of different than I think any other dub I've worked on before since then and then it, then it became a challenge which I really enjoyed um, so yeah Odd Taxi was, was really fun it was really fun getting to like play in like that like kind of hot like I felt like he was asking for something natural so I was giving him natural but I was giving him too much natural so I had to up the energy a bit which was also a, 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 a thing I had with Hawks when I first started Hawks so yeah Odd Taxi was fun it's fun That's it's awesome. been fun yeah People talking. Yeah, I got to do that. I got to do the bad song, so hopefully that uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. today. Um, so I'm pretty. I would say I'm pretty good at kind of reading body language and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, so doing, I guess, the panel yesterday, which I was at. And you come off like very like. I know you say you're not confident, mm -hmm. but you come up very confident. I want to know: is it because of your like passion for the things that you were speaking about? Yeah. Or if it's just like. Um, do you feel like kind of like even in this space it's currently like you know anime um, it's like these black creatives that are all coming up at the same time do you yeah. feel like kind of like a little bit like bestowed in now is mm -hmm. it like confidence is it like passion do you feel mm -hmm. like you know where does that kind of come from because yeah I think it comes from like just trying to be truthful and honest mm -hmm. like I feel like no matter what I do or say like I uh, uh, I have to be as honest as possible and I think, like, that's kind of where that comes from. Like, my honesty is how I cover yeah. for when I'm, like, not sure. Right. I don't know if anybody here went to, like, the My Hero concert we did, like, uh, here uh, Friday night. But we did a live, a live My Hero Orchestra concert. It, it was amazing. And, like, they did, like, a bunch of songs from the show. And, like, it was, it was a live band. It was super cool. But they wanted me to go up and speak. And I, like had no idea what they wanted me to say and they were like, Oh, we'll leave the topic to you and I thought they were just wanting me to be like, Oh hey, like I'm Xeno, I'm Hawks, like thank you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoy the concert. I love you all. Bye. But they're like, no, we need you up there for three to four minutes. And I was like, three to four minutes? I don't know what I want to talk about. And so like I literally just got up there and I won it. And I like I got off stage and I was like, oh, you did great, you did great. And I was like, no I didn't. I didn't make that. I, I, I forgot to say the band was amazing. I forgot to like say that this changed my life. Like I forgot all this stuff. Can we do it again? I hate myself. Like you you idiot. Like, Robbie Damon went up there, and he was amazing. Like, why can't you be more like Robbie Damon? You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's like, uh, so I'll, like, I'll, like, say things, and I'll, like, I'll get off, and even though, like, I'll have this air, like, I know what I'm doing. No, I really don't. Like, I really I really got up there and, like, made it up. But then Shota, one of the musicians, he, we, we, we ran into each other in the lobby of the hotel. He was like, oh, you're so good. You were so funny. I was like, me? What? I was, I was in the front row, B 
beating myself up <laughs> for not saying that you did amazing. You know, like so it's just it's just interesting. Yeah, like uh, I think that all that confidence uh, or that pseudo confidence comes from just be me being honest, like trying to be like I don't want to like pretend or like kind of be fake and be something that I'm not. I really and then because I do love this stuff, and it's it helps in like being honest. My passion about this stuff mm-hmm. helps in that honesty. But I think. It's just me trying to be like connecting with you, everyone, like, with all of you guys, like on a human to human level, like you know. Um, but yeah, that's that's that probably where that comes from. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Anybody have any last ones? I'd say we got a go? good last one. I think. That's uh, uh, probably the one that happened. We kind of touched on this earlier. Huh? What did uh, you say? Uh, so last thing I wanted to ask, and then we kind of touched on this one earlier. Wow, you can talk really fast. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a really bad habit. No, 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 that's not bad. I was just like, wow, like that's impressive. Like, <laughs> I thought I talked fast, but I literally didn't understand a word of that. Uh, so, uh, do you see yourself as influencing young black actors, oh. and what kind of legacy do you want to leave on the industry? And sort of to bounce off that, yeah. do you think there are any other actors like that you see becoming the next big thing in the future, mm. or? actors you want to push in the future uh, aj beckles is stealing all of my roles so uh yeah okay. uh, aj <laughs> yeah. and anaris i think they are really the truth in the future um as far as like people that i um i usually try to keep like tapped in tap in with people like on like uh, twitter who are like up and comers um Dominic Mosey seems like he's really passionate about about acting, so you know I want to help push him as much as I can. Um, Anjali um, is going to be the next next name you guys are going to be hearing a lot of. Uh, I love their work, and um, um, and they're with the same agency as me. Um, yeah. Luis Bermudez is doing is doing good work. Um, but I think the next, the next. I mean, AJ's probably already current. Like I don't know if he's the next big guy. He's Takemichi. Like, yeah. how, how much bigger do you get than that? <laughs> like, um, but uh, inspiring other young voice actors is, is something I think we all like hope to do. But it, it's 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 just I feel like it's more about that people seeing themselves. Um, so yeah. But uh, yeah, who else is new? I'm trying to think of like. Who, who, did I, who did I not say? That's just like new and up and coming. I think everybody. Who was like the AJ Beckles before AJ Beckles? <laughs> uh, but I think everybody that I've said are, are probably going to be announcing things that you're gonna, you guys are going to want to talk to them about in the near future. Uh, but yeah, um, I love every all those guys. I love everybody. So, um, did I answer your question? Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just out like the feeling of inspiring others or like young, young actors as well yeah um it's like very like it's it's a hard thing to describe i think like aj and anaris probably also tell you the same thing if they haven't already um it's like uh it's such an immense honor but like i just feel like i'm i have so much that i need to learn you know like i have i still have so far that i feel like i need to go but inspiring making others feel seen is like just a blessing and a and an honor that i'm very very blessed to kind of bear you know like um something that i i hope to carry with you know grace and humility hopefully um and like showing other young people who were me or who look like me that like you can do this and don't let anybody kind of tell you what to do with your art like a lot i felt like a lot of people and a lot of studios really couldn't see me as the hero 
um, for a very long time, they only saw me as like the black guy or like the villain or like the old somebody that's not even in my vocal print. Um, and even now, I'm like, when am I? When is it? When's the thing? You know. Um, so yeah, like. I feel like being an inspiration to others is something. It's very weird for me to say because I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I've earned that position. I don't feel like I've, I've earned that. But if I am that for people, um, then I, I hope I can continue to be a, a beacon of that. And hopefully, I don't like mess it up at some point. <laughs> you know, being like, "We were all rooting for you," and I get canceled again on Twitter. That would freaking suck. So hopefully, I don't say or do anything bad to anyone at any point. <laughs> Much like Hawks, you are just winging it. I literally, <laughs> literally am, and I think I've made that pun five times this weekend. But um, real quick, we wouldn't be toxic if we didn't ask you top five, please. Hmm. Top, top five, five anime? Yeah, top five. Top five. Uh, God, this changes all the time. Samurai Champloo, Gurren Lagann, Full Metal Alchemist, Jujutsu Kaisen. How many is that? Four. Four. God, I feel like. Wait, which Full Metal though? Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Okay. <laughs> Brotherhood. <laughs> oh, Soul Eater. Soul Eater. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna taste this macaron. Thank you for your time, sir. This thank has been you, wonderful. Thank you. No, it's been wonderful talking to all of you. Of course, hopefully y'all got enough stuff. Oh, yeah. Cut out all the stuff where I sound bad. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know we bragging rights? We're going to get your back? Oh, my God! Send <laughs> <laughs> me a rap. Send me a rap. Like, oh, Ben Balmaceda, too. Like, young upcomers. Ben Balmaceda. Look, he's Neku in the... In the World Ends With You? Yeah, the World Ends With You. He's, he's going to be a, a big upcomer, too. Okay. Do. All right, thank you for your time. Okay. <laughs>